silence your phone? Uh, yeah, I did, but it okay. could fucking vibrate, to be honest. No, we're all right. We're all right. Just say, um, I'll just say it's your fucking vibrator. Episode. Okay. Well, now you said that word. So we got, <laughs> I was literally about to segment into a fucking nice organic. And he said that. Okay. Episode three. Back again. Yep. What's up, man? Well, not a lot. Not a lot. Um, I guess we can uh, we can dive right in. Stuff's been busy. I know, obviously, the the reselling space is there's uh there's a lot to discuss. I think just topically, we want to start about just like you know new resellers. Twenty twenty, everything's super expensive. Software offerings are very very expensive, just as far as like bots, mm-hmm. um, even proxies. Yeah. It's not simple, man. Like I remember when I first got in, it was like buy 50 DCs or 25 DCs, run them on every website and they'll work on 99% of them. Like everything is, you know, um, you know, very, very expensive. So yeah, new, like new reseller in 2020, just getting privy to the idea or maybe like, you know, for example, we, we, uh, have a lot of people that are maybe interested, uh, coming over from like the card world that see all the money to be made and like, you know, how easy it is, uh, relatively at least to enter like the sneakers apps and Adidas raffles and stuff like that. So they're starting to like dabble more in the reseller world. So yeah, as like a new reseller, what do you think? Um, as far as like, man like giving a big focus towards like manual in store diving deep on bots and and cook groups right away what do you think really yeah i mean i've always loved manualing websites yeah it's not impossible it's not i i think where we're at i mean still if you're gonna hit a lot of pairs you're gonna need a bot but learning the market i think is smart cook group first i always thought cook group first because you could see what's going on learn what people are hitting, learn what drops there are, what you would need to get, right. you know, a pair I, or whatever. I think back, yeah, especially with like running software from a, for yeah. a manual user, I think that like because of how big this stuff is, like a lot of the like, you know, what what to what shoes to enter on sneakers and stuff like that. Like you get on Twitter, you, like if you're just going full manual focus, but yeah, like if you're going like a bot centralized like software focused um entrance into like becoming a reseller then yeah i think that there's like huge benefit because there's a barrier of entry like some of these software you know softwares are not simple for people to run more or less like yeah they might be new foreign that's that's why i think cook groups so important you learn you know a lot about bots in most cook groups especially in ones where there's a lot of members that run these bots they're willing to answer your questions right there's usually outside of buying the bot you can still learn quite a bit prior to doing so and it's like hey it's time i take this jump on this bot because i want to hit more than the chance of one or two pairs manually right you know if it's a yeezy or a jordan drop sure maybe you could manual a couple pairs but yeah long term i think most people would want to dive into hey i want to get a bot i get that a lot like hey what what move what, should i make yeah like what bot yeah. should i get as and we a, get t- we get tickets like that yes yeah sure. just as like brand new yeah what bot should i get for my for my first and, and yeah i think it's like con- there's like your common recommendations um that are that are super solid like you know obviously nsb dash like bots that are solid and they perform really well on on huge hugely important websites that get a lot of stock like dash crushes easy supply dude and it's like so the dash for this is actually very interesting to me like not to dive too much into like one specific bot or anything like that but like the dash price is interesting i feel like it's far too low based on the fact that like they were the first bot to really execute a pretty like not high renewal what would be considered a very normal renewal in today's what's, market what's renewal a month? it's 50 a month uh, yes but so and 600 now but a year 
Yeah, but they yeah. were like the first or one of the first to do a renewal like that's monthly and that and yeah. that's steep. So it, it just like impacted and it like always stayed like renewal copy stayed under fifty. But now it's like, dude, you know, you're paying three sixty a year for a lot of these bots that break and you know, and the upfront couple right. thousand dollar cost that breaks right. down to thirty a month. Yeah. Like there's a lot of these bots that in their structure and there's nothing wrong with it at all, but like in their price structure, you are paying somewhere equivalent to, you know, twenty 30, 40, 50 dollars a month sometimes, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh whereas like, yeah, I think that dash dash aftermarket value, it, it's just an interesting thing because like it, it kicks ass, especially recently on easy supply. So there's definitely ways for for people with like a small little nest egg of capital if they want like a grand, um, throw a grand into like getting into this. Yeah, you can get like in you know, get uh, a good bot, some d good proxies into a group and stuff like that. But um, I don't yeah. know. It's 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 tough. I feel like um, there's, there's temptation to, 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 to buy in heavily, you know what I mean? Like with some of the super expensive software offerings, just like with the assumption that maybe, I don't know. Because it's, it's more money. I'm going to hit more pairs kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. I thought that when I first came into it yep. and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some very, it's such very... a dude. Let's like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I think that dash and those bots that while they're not as expensive and an upfront front cost um i've i tell anybody in a ticket that's just getting into it like look at your sites i yep. in my opinion foot sites easy supply if you can tackle yep. those that's get huge. those under your belt yeah and you can do that with like a pd or i mean just a low tier bot nsb right yep. low tier in terms of if price like right? price yeah exactly yeah. so you can if you can if you can get those bases covered with two bots or even one yeah for a cheap price then you're you keep your proxy prices down too yep i think that's where you start off like a good starting point makes yeah. sense i think uh it, it's interesting to think it, it's super cool to me to think how young this whole like software like th this part of uh, like the, the software industry is like so young, man, like dash being one of the, f the first spots. And even in general, like we've seen this, this change, this great shift, uh, in, in bot prices, right? We've seen bots go from like where the most expensive was like 2,300 at some points, um, to now where that's like considered relatively entry level, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. Um, and that's happened over the course of like a year. Um, yeah. Now a lot of, some people are adamant that like, it's gonna go back down, but I think that overall, like the, the demand has just continued to grow and we've seen like some maturing and growth of, uh, this industry and, and like some, some companies really finding their places. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's here to say, I think that like some of the high prices in so, like are justifiable. Sometimes they obviously, um, can be manipulated. I know one thing, just as we talk about bots, I wanted, um, to talk about just like some of the relevant conversation in, you know, a lot of these programs being like cracked by, you know, people on the scene, whether they're like, you know, well-known. I know that there was the one, one instance of uh, a software company recently that was found to like, like screenshots of their owners and, and people yeah. like they cracked every single major software offering and company or, or the majority of them, you could say, right. and, and like took resources and elements of them and, and tried to package it into one. And that's not horribly uncommon, which is, which is crazy. Um, I think that maybe it comes from, you know, the, the youth, the infancy, uh, like of 
this industry. Maybe like there's just fewer protections and, and, you know, legal ramifications and patents, this and that. And I understand, well, I under, what I understand about software patents is that I don't understand software patents. Right. So that's basically, um, I, I'm sure that the complexities are, are, massive and like way above my head. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really know how, how the patenting side of it works, but I think that like the youth and infancy of, of some of these like companies and, and even the industry, I mean, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, it's interesting that like CyberSoul got unverified on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. You knew that? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's just, to me, I'm like, what? they verified them because of course, like it's a legitimate, if, if anything, there's a real argument for these companies to be verified, dude. Yeah. Kids are getting like, you know, fake cyber soul yeah, accounts. For I sure. mean, fake accounts. Yeah, right? yeah. You gotta obviously be super careful. I mean, I don't know who's like dealing, like sending money through Twitter DMs for bots nowadays. It just yeah. that's how I bought my first, uh, my first PD. I think I, I don't know if I've mentioned that to you before, but yeah, my first PD was like through Bot Broker. Really? It was like a Twitter. It was like a literally Bot Broker was like a Twitter middleman. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, yeah it was so different. Back yeah, then. they literally okay. it was like auctioneer style via Twitter. Yeah. It was like first to like and DM like that was Bob. Right. It was like first to like and DM this tweet or whatever yeah. was you know can buy it and and then uh, yeah that's how I bought my my first PD. But yeah, it, it was hmm. uh, just just a um and and not a lot of bots were like renewal. The, like lifetime keys were super common. Like that's not really right. What but dude, who's selling lifetime keys anymore? Yeah, like, I mean it comes back to the monthly fee because it costs money to to develop. run and support. Yeah, yeah and exactly. run the infrastructure cost yeah. to like the server cost and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. And um, obviously when you hear like you know it's. It's good when there's accountability. It's good. It's ultimately very good when someone's outed, when they are like cracking bots or being nefarious. Like we want accountability in this industry. You know what I mean? We want, um, you know, because ultimately it's going to create like a healthy competition. You know what I mean? And I think that we'll see, um, you know, further growth as far as like companies being legal, like, I don't know, legal, having legal patents on on these things, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very interesting. I know that like even the, the aftermarket prices on the bots, like highly unregulated kids can make it, you know, not even kids, you know, anyone can make a ton of money, like, or lose their ass. What you have is a lot of groups that they make like bot calls. Right. And, and I, it's a cool, it's a cool premise. And, and there's like definitely some groups that do it right and have been doing it right. Um, and, and, you know, props to them. I think, I think it's awesome. Like anywhere where you can make money legally. Right. But, uh, yeah, basically like there's these bot groups and like new ones come on the and scene. that's all they do, right? Yeah. The, the, so, well, I'm, I'm sure that there's all, all types. Like I'm sure that there's groups that maybe like specialize in bot calls and bot restocks and, uh, you know well, what yeah, I mean? Like I in general. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, so yeah, as far as like the bot market calls and, and stuff okay. like that, that's an interesting, that's always like an interesting premise, um, for me because like you, what you have a lot of the time happening, mm, what you have a lot of the time happening is you have like these groups saying to, you know, telling 500 or a thousand members, go, everyone go buy this, this new software on the scene. Yeah. It drives the price up from 300 to 2000. And then, you know, they go flex, look, look at all this money. We just made our members when really no one's like actually buying for 2000. It's just like, you know, all the lower price points have been bought up on bot broker yeah. or whatever that it is. You know what I mean? And yeah. And it creates like, you know, it just, it does happen in a lot of markets. We see it. I mean, it hap it happens, happened, uh, still happening in like, you know, different card markets. 
markets like sports cards and Pokemon. We see that where, you know, uh, it can be a group, you know, a group maybe making like investment calls and they tell all these people to go buy this one card. It's so hot or a big YouTube channel telling everyone to go buy this one card. Yeah. It's so hot or this one bot. It's so hot drives the price up. You know, anyone that buys in in the upper part of it, they just lose their ass. You know what I mean? Right. But, but ultimately it, uh, yeah. So hmm. I don't know. It 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 kind of leads to the conversation of you know regulation. It's there's so much money, you know, moving around this like aftermarket retail arbitrage, StockX, eBay, Goat Seller. You know, as far as like software proxies, everything. That, you know, so much money changing hands all the time. Like, is there gonna be any type of like? Is there an argument for for regulation at all? Not now. I th I don't think that you could. You know I what don't I mean? Think, uh, I mean, we're talking millions, how like millions of dollars. I mean, two, three million on some of these bots a year or something. Yeah. But in the scheme of like regulatory systems and stuff, I mean, think about. You may not know this cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think everyone's heard Bitcoin. Oh, of course, definitely. So I mean, Sneaker Twitter you're was talking, huge in the Vic, like crypto. Okay, a couple but you're years talking ago, yeah. a market that is still he pretty heavily unregulated. It right. has become more so, but that that market is billions, mm -hmm. and and it and it went a long time. So in the stock market, you have an IPO, initial public offering, yeah. like Facebook does an IPO. It's the first time you can buy it on the stock market. Yeah. Well, in cryptocurrency, three, four, five years ago, just literally two, three years ago, you could buy what's called an ICO, initial coin offering. Yeah. And this is millions of dollars within a few minutes, right? Being mm -hmm. exchanged. And that went on for a long time. Okay. So that's why I don't see, you know, regulatory licensing, all this stuff becoming... At least in not the near anytime future. soon. You're probably right. Yeah, it's yeah. just not. I mean, millions of dollars, like sub 10 million. I mean, maybe we're at 10, 20 million or something in the bot more. I don't know. I don't like know move, the stats. Moving How hands. Much? Maybe 30 million a year. I don't right. know. But it's still just very. I don't know. I feel like it's just not big enough yet. Mm -hmm. But maybe it could just take the the right people to get their eyes on it too. So. Yeah, or investing in it. You know what I mean? True. That's that's one one thing that I I think about is like you know, who's gonna be like the first to really invest like a, a, a big company to really invest in uh, is there ever going to be you know what i mean like mm -hmm. a big a big company investing in like uh like auto checkout software or you know a, a group of sorts or uh you know any type of like paid di like like when are we gonna see that type of like create like endorsement yeah. you know what i mean um so shoe market is basically i saw the other day it's going to double by basically 2027, I saw. Is that the statistic? That's what I saw. Yep. Which is crazy. So yeah. if we're talking... Well, there's eyes. There's real eyes on it. Yeah. You know what if, I mean? If we're talking our market, meaning bots and all that stuff, mm -hmm. doubling in the next seven years. Yeah. It's not... I mean, maybe. Maybe right. we see a big player come in and I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of eyes on it. Like, you know... Uh, my dad, one of his uh, best friends, who's an attorney, uh, he sent me this big long thing the other morning because he was like watching the news, and there was this whole segment on 
on StockX and like their growth right. and, and everything else. So like there are like big investors eyes on it, um, on it, this market all the time. Um, and yeah, I think that obviously we're, we're here at a very opportune time selling stuff at a, at a great time. It's a, it's a yeah. good time to be invested in like, in, in just like as far as like your time and attention, like we're in a good spot as, as resellers with the growth of this all. Um, I know, uh, one topic I wanted to talk about was, was holding and selling, holding versus selling, you know, investing versus quick flipping, you know, because we you know, we talk about like, we're, we're working with resellers, we're full-time resellers, et cetera, et cetera. So like there's, there's there's different dynamics to the way that you move product right and it's it's easy sometimes you see people conflating yeah. like flipping things versus investing you know like the vast majority of what i like to do and and strive to do is get things in hand that are like dead stock brand new sealed whatever it is that are profitable at the time and sell it immediately like even even knowing that slightly down the road you know if if i can like that's that's like a flip you know what i mean i make my return i reinvest it because there are releases with with frequency and and you know i have opportunities to invest in in releases with frequency whether it's like you know i'm just in a good spot with shoes cards all the above you know what i mean so like having that liquid capital is very powerful to be able to invest invest reinvest um I, I think that you see a lot of like people and it it's 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 confusing to me to see young younger resellers, maybe not young in age, but like newer, maybe less capital that they're playing around with at first. You know, they they have like a thousand bucks tied up in several pairs of shoes or, or whatever product it is, hoodies, something, and it bricks the mark, you know, the market collapses on, on that item. And they're, and they're so like scared to lose a hundred bucks. Don't want to lose a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks that they keep that thousand, two thousand dollars like frozen up and tied up in those items until they're profitable again. And to me, it's like, dude, you know, like, you know, be mature enough. If as a reseller, get to the point where you can look at an item, see that the demand just isn't there, acknowledge your mistake, learn from it, liquidate, reinvest because the next release next week, you will be able to get your money back by investing that couple thousand dollars, whatever into it. And, um, that's, that's kind of the formula. That being said, I, I don't buy as much stuff like to hold or as investments. Um, we're talking here with red lobster dunks in between us. Uh, those are not mine. Those are yours. So you do hold invest, you know, more in, in more shoes than I do. I guess I, I hear you using that verbiage. Like, oh, I'm going to hold these more often than me. Would you agree or? Yeah, I like to, but I, I usually don't I'll occasionally buy, you know, the Jordan one. You know, just a Jordan one release like these mochas. Yeah. But you know, I'll sell probably more than half of them. Right. Get that profit back, but then hold, you know, I don't know, five, ten, twenty pairs or something. Yep. Yep. But the like these type of shoes and stuff. I'm the type of guy that I think I've done pretty well by buying higher end shoes mm-hmm. and then th- and reselling them for you know like five hundred or a thousand dollar profit. Right. And I have no problem waiting six months to do that. Right. But I'm I'm very much in agreement with turn that thousand dollar those five pairs of shoes at a thousand yeah. for ten percent profit. Get a hundred, right? Yep. So you're at eleven hundred and keep going. Right. Because Just keep rolling in. Because like if you spend that thousand if you have that thousand dollars in product and you don't take the ten percent profit or maybe even five, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you just hold it for a year mm-hmm. and you only see like 
a 22% return. Right. Well, that's not very good because you could have made 10% right off the bat. 1100. Yeah, there was how many Jordan 1100 and, and make drops. another 10% because you 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 know, the velocity at which you get that return, your ROI over the year is going to be much better by taking your capital, yep. reinvesting, keep going, keep going, keep going. So, Definitely. my stuff is mostly just you know, I like buying things and, and seeing what the market does long term. Yeah. You know, six months or a year on higher to on higher uh, price items. So. Right. And also it's like, yeah, matter of capital. You know, if you have like a literally a quarter million dollars to invest in in releases, but you just don't have the means, like the the ability to buy a quarter million dollars of Worth shoes, the stuff. Yeah. then yeah, hold a fuck Look ton of pairs options. of mochas yeah. and yep. hold a fuck ton of because like, yeah, they're going they're gonna go up. Like, don't take this at all as me saying like ah, don't hold mochas well, like Dude, if you can if you can hold mochas and with without that hindering yeah. the money that you have to put towards the next release and the next and the next, like do it. You Let know me what say I mean? this: I can almost guarantee you that some of the biggest, let's just call them players, actors in this game, yeah, they may not bought at all. They literally oh, yeah. may be spending two hundred thirty, two hundred forty dollars a pair on mochas or something, yep. and holding them two years, right? Because they want a 40% return over two years because that's better is, than that. Even because yeah. these guys might be in the stock market, seeing that loving that 12, 13% return on mm-hmm. their huge amounts of capital. And when they can see something, maybe they're passionate about shoes or something, yeah. they have a huge amount of capital yeah. and they know like historically, Hey, I can buy these Jordan once solid colorway. Yeah. I don't care about like, I don't care one bit about botting. I'll just buy two, 300 pairs bulk off people and just hold them for a year or two yeah for sure maybe that that too is another thing that people are doing so definitely yeah it's 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 interesting to to think and theorize of like whales like what whales are investing like as far as like you know big 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 dollar generally sell it get the profit and go yep if you're gonna lose some money just bite the bullet know you're gonna lose it and look ahead to hey i'm gonna use this money i'm getting back Yep. on this release and it's going to make me back that loss plus maybe some more so for sure yeah i don't know i've definitely got some instances of shoes that like dude you've seen me learn the hard way on some of this stuff man i i uh yeah you bought so many <laughs> you bought them off stock x too mm-hmm. thinking you were going to make that call and yeah it didn't mm-hmm. work out i thought i was a wolf of wall street you got uh buying you, benji dunks benji dunks which i got like bucks. 20 of from like atlas yeah and like i mean if i held them until now they're like 180 190 right okay. of course i wasn't gonna do that how long has it been like a year so long it's, like it's gotta be way over a year, year. Bro. <laughs> so but i'm saying like Look at that. You literally could have had those Benjis, bought them at 90 to 100. And in a they year, were, yeah. if you want that 50% return, there it is. Right. That is like, I, I talked to a guy who does real estate investment. Mm-hmm. And if he could see 25% return a year for his investors, it's like he unheard would of. kill. Oh, yeah. Kill for that. Right. So I'm just saying. You and know, le- let alone you have people like doubling. You know what I mean? I think that goes to show the market we're in is just a great market to be a part of. And we're at... Yeah. What most people are saying is kind of the infancy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's exciting and dynamic. I, I think you see like, but, but at the same time, dude, anything that gets a lot of attention, it's like whenever like the next, okay. The point I'm getting to is like, I, I think of shit like, uh, you know, bad bunny Crocs, like super dope. Everyone made all this money. And then like Justin Bieber Crocs. Yeah. And then it's like resellers go 
absolutely crazy on them, get a thousand percent of the stock. Crocs probably overproduced them, like cash grabbed on them yeah. hard. And also it's like Justin Bieber. Well, I don't of know. Course. You know what I mean? Like a little le- I don't know if he's like less re- I I dude no, honestly No, they just mass produced. Yeah. They know so Justin Bieber's so audience is huge. We're gonna make a ton of these. Yes. That's yes. just different than bad than Bad Bunny. Yeah. So I think and, and also I just think that um like sometimes you do see that we're like you know, the initial drop is so good, but then all the stock like goes in the hands of resellers and then ultimately it can yeah. bring down that product and whatnot, which is, uh, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, no, one thing I know I wanted to, I wanted to talk about, um, was I guess coming into holiday season, I see, yeah, all the extended family stuff like that. And it's, uh, this is, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. It's funny and like, you know, weird for me to tell, uh, especially family, like extended family, like what I do full time, just because it is, it's kind of involved. Like if you don't actually get a little bit into the nitty gritty, I feel like you just kind of sound like all they hear is like, okay, just like pyramid scheme. Maybe like, I don't know. Pyramid Bro. Yeah. That's what in my head, Dude, yeah, you don't ever wait, think wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go forward, what's yeah. a pyramid scheme? Because no, in my head, I know pyramid what, scheme as a reseller. I listen to me. I no, no, no. I'm saying the perspective of a fucking sixty-five-year-old so aunt yeah. of my wife's fucking grandma when I tell her, bro. Yeah. When I tell her what the fuck I do for work, she's I, in in my head. All she hears is like he's a scammer or scammer or something. You know what I mean? Like something sketchy. So that's why I have to actually go into detail. That's the point I'm getting to is that like, let me say this real quick. Yeah. When I bring it up, I just say I basically buy shoes and sell them for more. Okay. And when you're talking like historically, it's one of the oldest forms of making money. It's literally yeah. bartering. Buying, oh, just barter. Yeah, yeah bar- bartering your way up to oh, for ba- sure. a better living or something, right? Like yeah. Trading definitely this for that. It's um, like a purely so I, capitalistic that's how I market. Tried. Yeah, that's yeah. how I go about it. I mean, do you just say I less? Do you pyramids, say less? Huh? No, dude, you must have like missed. You must. You like took that joke way too fucking literally. No, wait. You, you thought said, that I actually think that people think that I am as like a pyramid scheme or something. You said that you think that when you're telling your aunt or whoever this, that you think that they are thinking you do a pyramid scheme. Yeah, bro, because they don't get it. So I think that they just default to pyramid scheme. <laughs> so what are you scheme. telling them? <laughs> I think that they default to pyramid scheme because they don't get it. And I, because I'm so like always I'm on my computer. I'm saying to you, what are you framing? What you, oh, no, you this is, no, they don't actually think that because I explain it. But I don't like explaining it because it's like such a mouthful. So what I usually will say is... Um, I like, I'll go into the full thing, dude. I'll be like, so basically I, a couple of years ago I got back and I'll tell them like everything, like, you know, about the group we run and, and everything. So like when I'm talking about family, especially, so, um, a couple of years ago, got back into like buying and selling sneakers really heavily, was able to scale it up, um, start doing it full time with like sneakers, sports cards, streetwear. Then I started a group with two of my, my good friends and partners where I just basically like teach other people, um, and provide tools for, for them to resell with as well. And, and that's basically how I, how I explain it, but it, uh, it's still, I don't know, especially ho- real quick. Yeah. The whole time. It's you're, such a mouthful. The whole time dude. you're explaining this, you think, please God, aunt. Debbie, don't think I'm doing a pyramid scheme. No, <laughs> no. That's because, the way I th- you had framed bro, that. Bro, no. I, if like you give them the short explanation, 
if you really because yeah. all i because i just say oh i just buy like nike shoes because i know Dude, the audience I'm, i say i buy nike shoes that are like limited and i just because more people want them than you know, they're produced. I just resell them for more money than I bought them for. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I think my ego prevents me from keeping it that simple. Oh, because you want to act like it's this big conglomerate. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not to say that we don't like, there's a ton of work involved. Yeah. I just literally, I'm so different than you because I don't really care that much about it. Right. Like whether I'm making a hundred dollars or 10 million. As long as you make your money, you're saying, I mean, I just, well, no, I, it's not about the money. I just, if they're saying, what are you up to? I'm just saying, oh, I just, I like to, uh, run programs to buy shoes and items that are just very limited. And I just resell them for more money than I buy them for. Yeah. Definitely. But now that I, now I'm going to be thinking, dude, oh I'm my always God. mad. Now I'm going to be drinking my eggnog and I'm be like, is she going to, are they going to think I'm running a pyramid scheme? No, okay. not at all. Because my, I'm literally, dude, gonna, I'm kidding. The, dude. Well, the fam, okay. My mother-in-law. So yeah, my mother-in-law, um, like literally dude treats like treats me like I'm like playing video games. Like when we're at the, so, uh, when we get Wait, together, hold up yeah. to say, Video games isn't a bad thing. There's guys making a killing doing it. I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. But she treats me in that I, very I like uh and and no not Which like they would say, oh, she, you she play treated video games. like yeah. past tense like she and I think she gets it now what I do but like there was a point where like she very much was like are you gonna come and like see your kids and the family like we're all together I'm like I'm I'm working like you wouldn't do this if I was like running a jackhammer would you right you know right. what I mean like oh I know that yeah That's a great point yeah. People that interrupt you or like, exp like they're, it's like, no, I'm, I'm working right now. It's like, no, you're not. You're sitting at your computer. Right. Right. Like, no, like this is my work. Yeah. Exactly. That's an interesting point. Yep. Yep. Um, another thing, well, it's, uh, it's interesting. Like, uh, you had taken me to, I, I know we'd wanted to talk about this cause you had taken me to this mall, um, locally with these, with these dudes basically started, you know, pretty dope store locally and, and they're hustling, they're selling shoes. Uh, I don't know if they're into cards or anything like that, but it's like a resale shop. They sell like new use. I just want to talk about like, you know, brick and mortar stores versus like online yeah. sales. Okay. I, I, uh, you know, we were getting into conversations of like Nike contracts and we which, which very much interests me, you know, the conversation of like, uh, for those that don't know, like tier zero, one, two, three, four, right. I think it's like zero through four, but basically tier zero being like the ultimate Nike contract. As far as exclusivity, you have access to their really limited release products, you know, yeah. uh, you know, potentially Travis Scott collaborations, you, you know, anything that's like really special. And even you see some tier zero retail retailers getting like their own collaborations with Nike. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like undefeated is it, is it, awesome example yeah. of uh just a highly favored tier zero store you right. know what i mean by nike um didn't you say there's like a store around here that got yeah there's contract? a store here they just recently got it and you know okay. i mean it's it's cool because is now, it all retail like they don't re there's nothing for no, resale costs okay oh yeah you're not gonna get a tier zero nike store to give it to a reseller well, but but yeah it's I, I retail. Just, yeah it's, okay uh, and it's cool because i've you know i knew they've been there and i was like man they don't have anything but now as of like basically six months ago, you see them raffling the donks, you know, the mm -hmm. Michigan and the Michigan State donks recently and right. all these shoes that they're literally like the only store in this area that has that though. That's sweet. There was a skate shop that had, that would get um, the skate donks, SB mm -hmm. donks, but because they were, I think I, I had heard they were backdooring and all that. They got it taken away. So, okay. But yeah, and they that's don't all get, we've got. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I uh, I'm not sure how strict Nike is. Like, I'd like to imagine that they would be like really really strict with their tier zero yeah. expectations and and the way that they like hold hold them accountable. But honestly, I'm not sure because like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the number one like proponent or, or like you know uh, violator of the backdoor policy undefeated? I mean they. I mean, it's from, like very common knowledge. Yeah, from the optics of it and everything, it's yeah. At least that public way. perception, like yeah. at least for what people know, like a yeah. source that we know, like pretty brazenly backdoor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's an interesting question, man. But like, like they're so they in bed with Nike. Yeah. But they're still, but like, not only is undefeated, dude. They have like actual like you know, structured backdoor systems that like. I think all of their locations and, and then, you know, beyond that, um, they get Nike collabs still like they're yeah, doing Nike, like do these fucking, we, you know, undefeated we may be, air maxes and, and whatnot. They're cranking out we, pretty heavily. We may be calling it backdoor and, but maybe not, uh, undefeated's actually like giving it to like what they would call their VIPs, like a Mr. Oh. Porter VIP. Right. Yeah. Because maybe undefeated has, but not really. No, VIPs. because I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you possibly. Know, maybe some of it's that too, right? Or at least they hide it behind that and show, say to Nike, "Hey, we want to give our best customers locally," which we all know how much Nike loves the local customer. Yeah. Because what do you see going on with, with a like lot the of skate? Yeah. Well, yeah. with any of them. I oh mean, yeah. With most of the shoes, they want to get to the In Chicago, New York. I mean, just yeah, they they target zip codes, so mm -hmm. maybe they just yeah. And Adidas bans zip codes. Or Yeezy Supply. Yeah. Fans of Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's dive into the segment. I know that uh, we wanted to do this week's leaks and kind of talk over some of the um, hottest shoes rumored or confirmed for the next several months. So, uh, yeah, you want to start? I know that there was one that you specifically... Yeah, yeah. Travis, the Travis PlayStation dunks. I mean, okay. that's the first... That's the first Travis shoe where I would say I'd 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 have to have a personal love. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sick. I think the colors well, obviously the color is a mock up of, mm -hmm. or, of some sort, but it looks sick. I've always been into the gaming community kind of. Like, yep. I mean, I just have always liked video games, so that probably ties into it. But I, I really like the shoe, the way it looks and everything. So um, cool shoe. Did you watch the video on his Instagram? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. PlayStation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. So it's pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. As far as like, do we know anything uh, release-wise? No, that's a rumor right now. All rumors. Literally, that shoe could just be like a, a mock-up for a promo. That's what I thought. Yep. Similar to... May never release. Yeah. Maybe it'd be like his... Uh, the What was the purple Jordan... Four? Is like oh, F like F? F friends and family I mean, it pairs, could turn yeah, into something like that. Honestly, but yeah, yeah, for promotional purposes, yeah, I'm not sure. Hope uh, the more Travis shoes, the better, man. Bring them on. I mean, until yeah. And, yeah, until the market doesn't want them anymore. Well, Travis McDonald's. I mean, same kind of. I mean, you know, yeah. that's a huge market. I want shoes. And Travis though. shoes are going to be coming. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, University Blue Jordan ones. Uh, just saw those a couple days ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty dope. Pretty mm -hmm. dope. Uh, rumored for like winter time, February, March, I think. Yeah, next so, year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw someone said uh, someone said that the UNC Obsidians walked so that these could run. I like them more. I a think. lot of people like them more. I like them more. They look good. I think they. Do you have on? The, no, you did last night. You went to dinner or something. The Obsidians. 
I have uh I've got those UNC dunks. Oh. Those, yeah, okay. UNC dunks. Um Yeah. But yeah, other than that resale wise, uh obviously a great great I mean a great Jordan. It'll one. be a good one. There's uh there's not a lot to say. It's just kind of exciting. Um exciting as far as like an upcoming release, but yeah. uh there was a Supreme uh something that you wanted to discuss Supreme. Oh, yeah. Supreme. Well, this had been this, this was leaked a while ago. Okay. I'm just still waiting for it. That okay. Mortal Kombat machine. Yep, yep. I I had to uh get a now, picture pulled up just to Now uh, this is one of those things. I mean, how much of a leak is it? It's not a leak cuz it's been around. Right. The problem is how are you going to get one? And I just mm-hmm. want to say it is the first Maybe the second time, because I may have done this a long time ago. It will be the first or second time I actually try to sign up for in-store in New York, and I would travel to try to get it. Right. Or I may even, I mean, it's already going to be supposedly ten grand. Yeah. So how much is somebody going to sell? Like, you know, if there's rumored to be a hundred of them, you have to be one through a hundred most likely. Mm-hmm. So how much is that ticket going to cost? Type thing. Right, and I don't even know if you can do that. But There's no way that 100 people are gonna get those in store. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know what they normally do. Well, I just remember like dirt bikes. How many was there? The dirt bikes. Yeah, it was rumored like 20 or like something, but then yeah. no one got them. Do you remember? Oh yeah, that's the right. first person in line at every location didn't get it right. No one, no one, not a single person. Yeah. They backdoored every one. So I don't think that like I mean there's some supreme items that are just lookbook pieces yeah. and they're for like the that Uber. may happen again yeah, yeah unfortunately you know what I mean but yeah. uh, I don't know it's it's pretty cool I, those like high dollar supreme pieces are are obviously if you can get your hands on them so yeah except the uh, okay the what the watches that dropped a few weeks back I don't know the, those didn't end up doing too too hot in uh, price wise but no um, Bape Pokemon. Did you see? I Haven't I didn't see any it. pieces. Like just just a teaser. Like from heard Bape. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like the cartoon. Like how they're you know How's the, the cartoon mock-ups of the care of the Pokemon. Does it look characters. cool. Yeah, they're cute. I remember doing. Um, I got a couple of the fragment Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind wearing maybe a Bape. Uh, that goes without saying. I don't wear Bape, but yeah, I would wear a cool Bape Pokemon shirt. Right. Like a. Charizard I'm impressed. I'm impressed that ba- you know. I think it's cool that Bape great got a. Collab, I mean, yeah. what a great collab and a great time yeah. to get a great collab of that, yeah. of that uh, magnitude. Just, just incredible mm-hmm. for for Bape. So yeah, yeah, good for them. I think. Yeah, I think it, that that should be a. Re- if if that coll- if that drops soon, I don't know when it's rumored to drop. But if it drops soon, um, then I think it'll hit. Obviously, if the market were to like change yeah. dynamic, like dy- the dynamic changed greatly, then obviously it's a completely different conversation. Uh, the next one I've got on here, I put on here like half just because I want to like roast, uh, roast Ben Baller, but I put the Ben Baller Crocs, uh, for this week's leaks. Yeah. They're, they're just like horrible and I will definitely not, I like really hope that there's no profit in them and I won't be (laughs) buying them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope no one buys them. I think it's like so weird that, you know, people are going to buy them though. Yeah. And like lose money. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's it depends. no way, bro. Yeah, Ben Baller. Who, who's like, yo, dude? Like, true. Dude, you got those Ben Baller, like, yeah. whatever. It, like, even uh, okay, even look at like the Ben Baller tops cards. Like, they've you know Ben Ball. Like his name, it's just he, it was like a, a hit name. Like his it name. It is interesting that he gets these these. It's weird collaboration things done. Yeah, he's just he like super big, loud on yeah, Twitter. He doesn't, he doesn't have, a, have big a big following. He just like his name was in that like ASAP Ferg song that one time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I just don't, 
Yeah, that thing ain't gonna. That, that isn't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Ben Ball Crocs is a joke. I don't know. Yeah. I'm leery. Um, and and I, as I think that uh, you know, we should be about like Crocs in general. It's only been very like special Crocs that have yeah. been profitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and some of them it even took time to you know, to right. yield a good return like that, right. like post Malone Crocs and what, and whatnot. So yeah, no, overall feel good. I think, uh, this winter is going to be hot just as far as releases, a lot of money to be made. Um, as the weeks go on, more stuff gets dropped and even the dry weeks seem like they get filled up with like random low key and art drops and card drops. Collaborations and too. A lot of collaborations. Oh, a lot of collaborations that, yeah, I, I guess in general, like the future of, of collaborations, where do we see, um, I mean, it get, I feel like it gets weirder, <laughs> like not, and not weirder, just like ra- random. Like you see, uh, star Wars Adidas, like, okay. You know? Well, I think but, they've done that before. Haven't they? Yeah. But I, I mean like brands that it just doesn't, it doesn't see, it's not like a yeah. lifestyle brand, but you see them collaborating on like a Jordan silhouette or, uh, you know, a, a more in style Adidas silhouette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just reminded me of that streamer Ninja doing the Adidas shoe. Oh that? yeah, I do. It's pretty like I do. Were those up? But I don't think they did profit. Okay, I, I really don't. But yeah, that the collaborations. I think one of the companies doing the best job, if I had to pick, would be New Balance. Okay, they do an amazing job. I think of with of, collabs, and they really, and they're pretty selective with like who they pick for collaborations I think they do as well. A really good job. Definitely. And um, yeah, I feel like they do. I was going to. Um, I want to talk a little bit about like I want to contrast um some of the overproduction that we've seen because one upcoming release as well that we can include in in this week's leaks uh well it you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be prism prism football uh and nfl cards panini prism football cards they'll be uh um they're gonna be we don't have a release date per se we have a release right. date for hobby as with a lot of like you know upcoming product lines and panini and tops but they're they're gonna be soon. Um, I want to talk a little bit about. I felt and, and noticed that like Panini has been creating more SKUs. Like there's more Walmart, Target specific variations. There's more SKUs per product yeah. line. The overproduction is um, is is very evident compared to Nike collaborations. Like I just I feel I get the feeling that Nike and Adidas collaborate with purpose for longevity when you and then you see, you know, a company like Tops um, you know, collaborate with Ben Baller just for like a, a quick little surge of sales, not yeah. no longevity. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I can agree with that. I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to see how like I, I almost feel Nike generated the buzz and plays it right, and then Panini and Tops fell into the buzz, and they're just trying to capitalize as much as they can right now. Ultimately, you know, who knows how long down the uh, down the line, you know, have a lot of cards in the penny bins and the five cent bins, and and create uh, create a big crash. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when you look at like how many of of like modern cards are are graded. Like the population counts. You know, every year, like those base prism or silver prism just get more and more. So um, I don't know. Collaboration it uh, it can, it can really help companies if if done right. I just don't think that we've seen. See a whole lot of it in uh, in these other industries. Yeah, I wonder yet, why so. that is. Where the card market does that. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, mm. we uh, let's wrap this one up. I think yeah. we're good to go, man. Cool, man. Awesome. Thank you. So yeah, till next time. Right on.